The following podcast contains spoilers for As Good As It Gets. You have been warned. What's up and welcome back everybody to Keystone Film Review. This is your host, Glenjamin Button, along with your host, Miguel Higosto. I think you can hear my chair creaking more than you can hear me talking to you. <laughs> it's all right. How you doing, Glenn? I'm a doing, my friend. What are you a doing? Oh, I'm a I'm a doing nothing really. Just uh, yeah. Living the dream. Is yeah, what I think I you're gonna be disappointed me this week. Oh, yeah. Listen, I can't be more disappointed than you or to you than I. Whatever, you know. And I already <laughs> then, am. Then you are to me. Is that what you're going to say? Absolutely. Okay. Hey, speaking of disappointments, uh, have you seen any movies this week that you would like to discuss? Did we already talk about Sonic? Yes. I um, have not seen that yet. I'm seeing it tomorrow. So uh, I'll have words for that next time. Um, but yeah, we already talked about your thoughts for it. Yeah, then uh, that's going to be a big no for me, my guy. <laughs> Guess how many movies I watched last week, Len? Two. Wrong. I only watched. One? I only watched as good as it gets. Are you? Am I talking to myself? And, well, <laughs> as you know, I mean, I'm going to give myself a little plug here. I I was working on my feature script, uh, which I finished last week, so Ooh. I didn't really. All my time kind of went to that. Uh, but yeah, I got nothing. Got nothing. And speaking of nothing, there's absolutely no movie news to discuss either. It's been like a real lackluster week. A real week. lackluster week. So I guess that just gives us one thing to do, does it, Glenn? I think we're about to jump right into this review. Let's jump right into As Good As It Gets. All right. He's a freak show. He's the worst person I ever met. Help! If you want to see me, you will make an appointment. Dr. Green, how can you diagnose someone as an obsessive compulsive disorder and then act as though I had some choice about barging in? <laughs> you have messed your last floor. <laughs> have, you, have, you, uh, have you seen my dog with a little, little face? Little... Uh-oh. You have no idea what your work means to me. How do you write women so well? I think of a man, and I take away reason and accountability. Melvin, wait! Shut up, kids! As good as it gets, a single mother and waitress. Oh, it's describing one person. I was like, wait, what? Jack Nicholson is not a single mother. What is happening? Uh, yes, <laughs> a single is. mother and waitress, a misanthropic author, and a gay artist form an unlikely friendship after the artist is assaulted in a robbery. Ooh. As good as it gets is directed by James L. Brooks, written by Mark Andrus, and uh, screenplays also by uh, Mark Andrews stars mm. uh, Jack Nicholson, Helen Hunt and Greg Kinnear. Yeah. Uh that's after watching it that synopsis technically is correct but yeah. I feel like it's a little more complex than that. It's very much more complex than that. And I would still say that after the movie it's not really a friendship so much as a coexistence. Yes. Um Yeah, I that's really <laughs> 
So I'll jump into it by saying, Mike, what did you think about the first 20 minutes of the movie? Honestly, the first 20 minutes, uh, other than Jack Nicholson being a terrible person, I actually liked the first 20 minutes. Um, I thought... Because... I, I'm specifically asking this for a reason because I didn't realize I've watched this movie in bits and pieces, mm-hmm. but there's there's a part in the beginning where, uh, <laughs> so one it's one of the characters uh, Jack Nicholson's character kind of is having this writer's block moment, mm-hmm. and then there's another moment, or not a moment. There's another theme in the movie where he's got OCD. I'm like, that's two of the things we've tried to do. <laughs> here oh yeah i didn't even yeah i didn't even make that connection yeah so we, oh. <laughs> we had uh blocked and then we had uh the, the we're, still, we're still working on it yeah. it's it's gonna be finished eventually but we ran into some hiccups with you moving away and everything oh, um dear me. yeah and and now i think we'll be able to tackle it with uh yeah but uh <laughs> I, the first 20 minutes i was like is this happening right now? <laughs> Did I accidentally steal things from this movie that I haven't really <laughs> seen? I haven't seen before. Uh, I thought you were going to talk about him just throwing the dog in the trash, which, like, if that dog didn't survive, I was going to have a real problem with this movie. Yeah, dog dies um, right in the beginning. That's how we're going to start yeah, the movie. But uh, uh, I know I, I kind of s- took a sneak peek at your rating on Letterboxd, and I think you and I have differing opinions of this movie. I um, I kind of want to rethink it. I kind of watched it pretty early in the morning. Yeah. I kind of am rethinking it. So I, I saw that you gave it like four stars. Is that right? Yeah, I believe at, I did. At, at least when I saw it. And and I, I don't think this is a bad movie. I mean, it, it has great performances and everything. It is, is pretty well paced. Um, But I thought... That there was absolutely no reason for us to ever like Jack Nicholson's character. No. And they kind of just expected us to. Yeah. Which was my biggest problem. Because of the things he said to Helen Hunt's character. Yeah. Is more, is is like the, I guess, air quotes, you can't can't see them, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) air quotes, uh, redeeming factor for him is that he's... A better man when he's with Helen Hunt. He doesn't prove it, though. Yeah, there is no proof that that actually happens. Yeah. And, and like, there's... there's, just a dick the whole time. Essentially, there's no motivation or reasoning behind the entire plot of this movie. There is a little bit between him and the gay artist neighbor. Mm -hmm. Uh, they, They do kind of bond. But, really, it comes down to him paying for her her child's uh medical care her thinking that it's just a way for him to get into her pants and she says she it's not going to happen and then he does absolutely nothing and then he gets in her pants and not, mm-hmm. not really like it's implied well, that it will happen eventually yeah but that they're dating yeah there's there's no reason for her to fall in love with him I really didn't believe that he was in love with her like I I believe he liked her I don't think she he was in love with her um, well, she's the only person who puts up with the shit. So I guess to him, that's what he thinks love is. I mean, really, the, the neighbor kind of put up with his shit. Well, his, his well, boyfriend the didn't, not going to fall in love with him. <laughs> that's true. Well, maybe in a different world. But I just felt like this whole movie felt like an older co- comedy writer, yeah, writing his ideal younger woman romance 
like fantasy and there's just no in no way in my mind that this logically makes sense and i'm not against like romances between a with with a major age gap i do think that you know there are a lot in hollywood for the wrong reasons and you know riches and all that like harold and maude is a great example where like it's a 60 year old 70 year old woman with like a 18 year old boy and that is like that's believable them falling in love with how it's how it plays out yeah this just kind of felt forced and it felt like a fantasy that the person who wrote it had um yeah and and i'm not saying that that's what happened but it just it didn't feel natural to me it felt forced it felt like we were supposed to have these feelings just kind of happen and they never did and that could be like a uh, a thing with the difference in time frame like you know uh i don't want to like get too much into this but obviously now is a more sensitive time than the 90s yeah Um, i I feel like if this movie was made now there'd have to be a lot of changes to the movie yeah Uh, especially to jack nicholson's character i would say yeah i liked it a lot more when i thought it was just going to be like a platonic relationship yeah uh between jack nicholson and helen hunt and then like the romance kept coming and i was just like don't don't do that thing that every other movie does Mm -hmm. and it it did it did that thing that every movie does uh Mm -hmm. but i loved greg kinnear in this oh absolutely and, and cuba gooding jr um they're relationship and and his character arc of like being being beat up and everything Mm -hmm. Uh, i thought that was the most compelling part of the movie i yes i really enjoyed his character and like the arc that he had with jack nicholson in fact um like i thought that was good in fact greg kinnear's character was really well done and just him acting and was so so good and i I really enjoyed helen hunt a lot in this movie just because she's not a dick she's just a human being like mm-hmm. and you you get a lot of the shit like the only one you really don't connect with whether you want to whatever factor you want to put in there it was ocd or just being an asshole or just being a rich guy or whatever it's jack nicholson yeah and, and and he he won the oscar for best uh lead actor uh for this film and i mean he's he's not bad in it but like I don't know. Maybe I I hold the the award in too high regard, but I feel like they should be given to characters that have arcs yeah. and aren't just two as, hours and fifteen minutes of the same thing. As far as an um, actor goes, yeah, I could see him maybe getting that. But yeah. I mean, the character wasn't well done. But I mean, Jack it wasn't well was written. Good in it. Yeah, like um, the character wasn't well written, but he did a good job with it. Yeah, like um, he, he did great with like most the OCD stuff. I wish they would have shown more throughout the movie. Yeah, but it also makes sense why they didn't because he's slowly getting out of that comfort zone mm-hmm. of doing things in like threes or fives or whatever he did. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I really liked Helen Hunt a lot in this movie. Uh, she definitely deserved way better than Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Um. So in like so in like retrospect, she only really falls in love with the guy because she's so emotionally just beat down by Jack Nicholson's character that she ends up kind of just doing it anyway. Yeah, just like kind she of accepting it. She doesn't want to in the first place, and she stated that, and then, like, he just kind of kept just coming at her and coming at her, and she kind of yeah. just got emotionally beat down to the point where she's like, you know, maybe I do actually like this guy a lot. Yeah, and which is 
fucked up, honestly. It's, it's really <laughs> fucked up, which is this is which is why I've been like rethinking yeah. and honestly, this score. Yeah, honestly, if they if they portrayed it as like same story and everything, but portrayed it as this is messed up, kind of. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I would have been more. We're showing that he actually did change for the better instead yeah. of kind of just like slowly being like, I like the man that I am with you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was I, all about him. It wasn't about her. Yeah. I, I really, I really did like this movie a lot. Yeah. But, and I mean, like you and I, like I consider myself a feminist. I wouldn't say I'm an ultra feminist where like, yeah. I, I'm not, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about with feminism other than, you know, equal rights and, and shit like that. Yeah. But, this, if I can point out the problems with this, I, I feel yeah. like the problems are bigger than most people think. <laughs> yeah, for sure. With, with this, um, like I, I don't, I don't think I'd give this like movie a, a four anymore. I would definitely yeah. probably give it maybe a three and a half. Like I think the yeah. story is good, but I, I guess maybe it's maybe it's the times that we're living in now. But I also think back then, twenty twenty three years ago, mm-hmm. that. It's still pretty fucked up that a dude is emotionally beating down a woman to fall in love with him. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's I mean it, it was I was, it was four when this movie came out. What do I know? <laughs> I was eight. But uh yeah, I mean it was it was entertaining. I enjoyed watching it, but I definitely have a lot of problems with it. Um I compared to other movies from that year, I don't really understand what all the hubbub was about. Um Granted, I don't know every movie that came out that year, but it definitely feels like one of those movies that did well politically, or it was just the time for Jack Nicholson to to win and Helen Hunt to win. Um, you know, with the Oscars, it's not always about best; it's about who shakes the most hands or, and shit like yeah. that. Um, and and I think the it's, thing. It's, oh, I'm sorry. Keep so going. no, it, it, it's a good movie. I just. I I w- expected more out of something that's in, held in such high regard among like film buffs and all yeah. that. Uh, let's talk about the actual best actor in this movie. The dog. The dog. <laughs> that dog gave so, so many great expressions in this oh, movie. Oh yeah. Fear, love, happiness, loathing, mm-hmm. f- skittish. <laughs> Yeah, it was, I mean, it was just adorable. its face being thrown down a trash yeah. dump is, <laughs> and and <laughs> the dog was great. It's enough um, to win the Oscar. Uh, something that reminded me the when, the scene where the uh, the um, where Greg Kinnear's character is being robbed. Mm-hmm. The guy who plays the model that's kind of like distracting him while his friends rob him. Yeah, the look of regret in his face after he sees the painting and everything. I wish they like expanded more on that like that seemed like there was a really interesting character arc going on there yeah and then it, it, it just been. ended it could have been and then it just ended and granted i know this movie isn't greg and movie it's it's jack nicholson's character's movie yeah. but like that was more compelling than anything that jack nicholson was doing um just just that one little look where he sees the painting and sees how much hard work went into it and how great the painting was and then realizing oh shit my friends are robbing him right now i Mm -hmm. I gotta stop him um but then it's too late Uh, that that was way more compelling than jack nicholson getting over his assholishness and ocd i'm actually super curious um i don't know if they did this or not but this would have been really cool if they did if they would have 
not showed that actor that was being the model like shown that painting mm-hmm. and like so the expression that he sees of him being like of his final product is like raw I mean, like oh shit that's me like that like literally that actor's expression be like holy hell yeah that would have been really cool. I don't know if they did that or not, but I, th- I thought I thought that would have been cool. They, they showed it from the side and then like immediately cut away from it. Like you could tell that something substantial was going on in that guy's head, and then they just cut away from it. Which yeah, I, th- I, I, think I felt like it was a waste of a moment. Ob- obviously for the character, but like I mean, like if the the actual actor hadn't seen the painting, oh, and like he like went if, into that scene not knowing what was going to be on the other side, like he knew, but he didn't see yeah. it ever before. That I think that would have been really cool. Yeah, just, definitely. Like, I don't know if they did that, but just to see that raw expression on his face, like, oh my god. Honestly, if that's what they did, I wouldn't have been surprised because, like, yeah. it, 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 like, I think it was uh, the character was played by Skeet Ulrich. I'm mm-hmm. not a hundred percent sure because uh, just because he looks different in his headshot that's on IMDb than he did in the movie, um, but he uh, his his expression was that genuine that I wouldn't be surprised. If they did do that, but also he's a professional actor and could probably look like that. With, yeah, with, that's true. Without, uh, you know, being actually shocked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, like I just wish they dwelled more on that. Um, I like the 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 story with Greg Kinnear's character about going to see his parents and everything. Um, and really, Jack Nicholson just kind of felt like he felt. It's it his his character is the main character, but he felt like he didn't belong. Yeah, and maybe that was intentional, and maybe it worked in 1997, but it didn't really work at, as much now, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, so like yeah, it's like the 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 most I can say is that it's a good movie. It's well made, but I I don't think it holds as much weight as it probably once did. I think so too. And uh, like like Nick like you were saying Nicholson was great in the movie, but as for the character itself, it just wasn't Yeah. held up to what it should be by yeah. a lot of people. Greg listen, Greg Kinnear, I don't think he's done enough work since this movie. Yeah, well, since been. the 90s period, and that makes me sad. I mean, he did Mystery Men. He <laughs> he did uh um It's an internal eternal sun no, not eternal. Um Little Miss Sunshine? Little Miss Sunshine. He's great in that. He did um, uh, Brigsby Bear. Uh, let's just go through his entire filmography. I'm ready. <laughs> no, but I, I, I th- he's he's one of the best character actors. Although I feel like more people know him than not know him, so I don't really know if he's could be considered a, a character actor. Yeah, he's usually but, being like the boyfriend broken or being broken up with by the main yeah. actress. Jesus, this chair. <laughs> but yeah, he, it's it's a great cast. Um, but it just didn't do it for me for the most part. Yeah. Shall so I, we move on? I feel like if we move on, we already know your answer. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I, it's but we your gotta movie, go with my so, answer yeah, first, your, you silly answer? string. What's your answer? So for my shelf boy of the week, it, will it be there or will it not be there? That is the question. Uh, I think we can both agree that, uh, it was, it was a good movie, but, uh, not, like you said, uh, held in the highest regard that it should be. Uh, other way well, around. Other way around. Yeah. It shouldn't really be <laughs> held in the highest regard that it has. Um, yeah. I love Helen Hunt. I love Greg Kinnear. I love a lot of things about this movie, but it just uh, 
Dude, the character was such a dick, and he just emotionally beat down this woman to fall yeah. in love with him at the end of the movie. And, and I'm not against dickish characters, but, like, show him change. Yeah. Like, other than just, like, oh, he thinks... It's him this saying it. Like, honestly, I didn't even think romance was possible between them before Helen Hunt went to him while it was, like, raining. Yeah. And, like, because, like, obviously... Also, poor Helen Hunt having to do, like, wet t-shirt scenes. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, but, like, the whole thing was there was not a romantic tension between them until she said, I'm not going to sleep with you because of this. And he was hurt by that. But anyone would be hurt by that because that's essentially saying you're gross. Yeah. It's not so much the, oh, I'm not going to get laid. It's that this person thinks that I am unworthy of love in any capacity. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, a you and me kind of thing. It's a, oh, shit. They really just don't give a shit about my feelings thing, which she shouldn't have given a shit about of his feelings because he was a dick. Yeah. But and and then he she came running to his apartment in the rain with no bra on, and then apparently then he's just romantically interested in her after that. There's no, it doesn't make sense. So yeah, it doesn't. Uh, uh, it did not age well. I'm sure in 1997 it was great, but 23 years later, it's it's good. It's fine, mm-hmm. but it doesn't just it doesn't have the same tenacity. Tena- tenacity as it probably did back then. So it is not a boy on the shelf. There it is. There it is. As good as it gets does not become a shelf boy. Will any movie ever become a shelf boy? I feel like we're three in a row now without being on the shelf. Are we? Something oh, like wow. that. I don't know. But that brings us to our plugs for the week. Glenjamin Button, what is mm-hmm. your plug for mm-hmm. the week? After a very, very short time on YouTube, I found... <laughs> uh, Jesus, what is going on downstairs? I found a fan tribute video to the movie Interstellar by Christopher Nolan. It's only got 76,000 views. It's a pretty good tribute. I, I can attest as I watched it, as a human being would do mm-hmm. when they plug things. Um it's just a really cool tribute video kind of like a oh man it's so good i'm watching it right now i'm just getting the feels right now here we are um <laughs> what is that name so it's Ela Ela ts uh is the channel name and the video is literally called interstellar hmm. um yeah i'll type that in the video later so you can actually see that people <laughs> <laughs> it's a good video get your heartstrings getting pulled there it's just a little tug and a roar a little so tug and it really just makes you want to watch the movie again so it's a, a interstellar fan tribute video Ila T.S. Up in the sky and wonder at our place in the stars. 
My plug for the week, I'm sure you probably saw this coming if you saw something I posted last week. Uh, the directors of Swiss Army Man, the Daniels, also known as Dan Kwan and Daniel Shiner, mm-hmm. uh, in 2014 directed a short film called Interesting Ball. Uh, I, I feel like I've shown you this before, Glenn. I was going to say, I think I actually have seen it before. Yeah, uh, so it is this really surreal... You know the the Daniels, surreal, f- funny, fucked up, just completely out there, and also kind of deep in a way. All of that combined into a yep. thirteen minute short video where a ball bounces past the cafe and a couple folks' houses, and then goes to the beach. That is a very simple explanation. Essentially, it's just a bunch of people get, getting over a loss in some way, and it is beautiful and hilarious. And someone gets sucked into someone else's butt. Uh, and I'm just going to leave it at that. That is on YouTube. It is the Daniels uh, short film called Interesting Ball. And you're in for a wild ride. Yeah, man. I've watched that thing. Well, you said 2014, right? I watched it probably in, right after Swiss Army Man came out. Yeah, I, I was like going through all of YouTube finding anything they made. Uh, I watched music videos that they made for songs that I don't care for but the yeah. videos are great uh like turn down for what they did that that's for uh, real yeah they did turn down for what that makes so much sense <laughs> where everyone's just humping one of the daniels is actually in it dan kwan he's he's the uh asian guy that's just gyrating the entire yeah. time <laughs> <laughs> it just it makes so much sense when you see it and this is hilarious and weird but it's beautiful at the same mm-hmm. time uh because it again, be. it's about loss and grieving and all that. Uh, if you want to look for a deeper meaning, but it's also just funny if you don't want to look for a deeper meaning. Uh, so we have the Interstellar tribute video by Ilya TS or ST? Uh, S- TS, 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 Ilya TS, and then we have Interesting Ball by the Daniels. Both are on YouTube. That brings us to our film assignment for next week. Uh, we are going to turn to Netflix for this one. And sponsors. Netflix sponsors, please, please, please. please. It is We the Animals. You feel that? Body, body, body. I remember your heart inside me. Taken like a bomb. Promise me you'll stay nine forever. How? Simple. You're not ten. You're nine plus one. Look at us. When we were brothers. We wanted more. Uh, Directed by Jeremiah Zagar. Zagar. I'm going to go with Zagar. That sounds better. Uh, written by Daniel Katrosser and Jeremiah Zagar, uh, based on the novel by Justin Torres, starring Evan Rosado, Raul Castillo, Sheila Vond, Isaiah Christian, and Josiah Gabriel. We, the animals, Manny, Joel, and Jonah, tear their way through childhood and push against the volatile love of their parents. As many and Joel grow into versions of their father and Ma dreams of escape, Jonah embraces an imagined world of all on his own. Um, it's like a little independent movie that I wanted to see 
uh, when it came out two years ago, 2018. Uh, and by the time I had time to go see it, it was out of theaters. Um, but it looks like a nice little coming-of-age adventure kind of movie. I like the poster. Uh, yeah, it's a great poster. Uh, so that is We the Animals, avail- available on Netflix. Please sponsor us, please. Please sponsor us. And uh, that will do it until next week, I guess. Unless you got something to say, Glenn. Uh, I didn't watch another James Bond movie this week. I'm on a Ooh. roll, baby. You're on a roll for not being on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> so that will do it until next week. As always, you can look at our website. Just gander at it. Uh, KeystoneFilmReview.com. On Instagram, we are Keystone underscore film underscore review. Twitter, we are Keystone underscore film. Facebook, Keystone Film Review. On Letterboxd, I am Mike KFR. And I am Glenn KFR. And that will do it until we get sponsored by Netflix or just till next week when Which we is watch probably- like five years but yeah until next week when we watch we the animals guten abend mein freunds uh feliz navidad arriba derchi arriba derchi